Welcome to another edition of Pastor's Podcast as we dive in to the Word of God, but also uh, some special funny newses that we've been coming across here lately. Uh, and today is no different. I um, been so thankful what the Lord's been doing, and I encourage you to continue to pray and seek the Lord as we uh, uh, do what we can to reach this generation with the gospel. Uh, when we come over to uh, another crazy story, um, one that you really can't even make up, um, the the way I would kind of frame this is, Lord have mercy. So I didn't know there was this was a thing. There are people that when they see that there is a eviction notice going to be served, they will then go to people's houses that are getting evicted and protest the eviction. Um, from what I think, it's based off of the idea that you shouldn't be evicting people right now because of COVID and all that type of stuff. This is this is new news as of uh, uh, late October. And um, newer news, should I say, is late of October. And this is crazy. And so people go and they protest the police while they're evicting people because, unfortunately, there comes a place when an owner is has a renter and they have to, uh, and the renter's not paying, they have to do something about it. They just have to. Um, they can't just pay people's way. And, I, and I'm sorry if that's a tough take for some people, but that's just the way it is. But anyways, um, but flip things moving forward a little bit. This is a whole nother level. Like, okay, I get it. Go protest, freedom of speech, you know, enjoy yourself, you know, get a couple signs, do your thing, yell at the police officers, tell them they're mean, tell the landowner he's a terrible human. Okay, that's fine. Do those things. If that's what you want to do, you have freedom of speech, your opinion matters. Um, that's just that's just how things go. Um, sometimes people have a skewed uh, way of life. But then... Um, but then stop and think a moment about this lady, or this person, should I say. 55-year-old professional beekeeper drove up to a home in Long Meadow while deputies were in the process of enforcing the eviction notice uh, on Wednesday, which would have been, I think, back in the 20th. The residence outside, the residence is outside Springfield in the south-central part of the state in Massachusetts, belonging to a man who has been uh, litigating against his removal for years. So this has been something that's been going on for a few years. Garner, uh, uh, garnering support of anti-eviction activists includes, including Woods, a department spokesman said in an email on Thursday, when she arrived at about 9.15 a.m. local time, towing a stack of manufactured beehives, so in other words, she made these for this particular thing, <laughs> with an SUV, Woods exited the vehicle and tried to open the, the lid to unleash the bees so that it would attack the, the sheriff's deputies. The sheriff's deputies tried to stop her, but as the agitated bees started getting out and circulating the area, they had to pull back. So imagine this scene. I mean, imagine driving down your road at your house. There's police cars in someone's driveway doing an eviction notice. This is usually done in the morning time in the middle of the day. About, you know, you know, business hours. And then out of the here out of the corner of your eye you see a beehive professional pull up with the beehive thing on the side of their, their truck. 
but they have a special beehive um, uh, manufactured hive in the back of their vehicle. She then goes, opens the beehive. By the way, might I remind you, this is a 55-year-old adult. This ain't no 10-year-old or 12-year-old. This is a 55-year-old adult. Releases the bees. Releases them. And the bees are swarming because the police officer are trying to get them to stop. And in the midst of that, it says that four people were injured. I think two deputies and two innocent bystanders, one of the deputies, probably allergic, had to go to the hospital because he was stung by bees because this lady is so self-righteous that she has to go and intervene, or not even self-righteous, so uh, so complicit in the idea that someone should be able to live in a house for free that she releases bees on these officers that are literally have nothing to do with this, but have received a court order from a judge to say this person can no longer stay here because they are not paying by the law. I mean, can you physically imagine what we are seeing here? I mean, people are legitimately crazy. The funny thing is, they literally, someone in the midst of this is taking pictures of all this, and why this is happening, the police officers are trying to get back. She puts on a bee suit so she doesn't get stung. I mean, so imagine. I mean, there's literally a picture of this woman with a bee suit on, the mask and everything, and in handcuffs, and these police officers are trying to get away from being stung. I mean, this is literally outlandish. This is the day in which we live. I'm telling you, man, crazy. Yesterday, we had a felony frog that if you licked, could you imagine? <laughs> I can't get over that yesterday's thing. Because I can imagine, I've been with the police officers a few times when we're running code. Uh, code means when their lights are on, sirens are, you know, sirens are on, lights are on, they're, fl they're going to an emergency. Could you imagine, uh, they get a 911 call, 911, what's your emergency? Yes, I just saw someone licking the frog. Okay, we'll send someone right away. Could you imagine? <laughs> next thing you know, you have sirens and lights flashing. And then the next day, 911, what's your emergency? We have deputies being attacked with bees. <laughs> I mean, just crazy, dude. I got, oh, here, I can see it now. I can imagine a deputy's radio call. 146 to dispatch. Can you please see it? Can you can you send a beekeeper? We're we're under attack from bees. I mean, I mean, what is going on? Like, what is going on? I remember I went to a um, to a. All I can say is, is that what a day in which we live. So, crazy thought, craziness. Um, I don't know what you do in these days, but you definitely have to just shake your head. Be careful. Uh, today I had a lady. I was driving through school zone, and on seven. 41 there's two school zones there's a by the ascension school and by the Mimesburg school the ascension school uh is school zones on right now right by cox arboretum it's probably a 2,000 foot school zone it's uh and so they it's blinking you need to do 25 miles an hour so i'm doing 25 miles an hour through there i get out of the other side of the school zone and i pick up speed because it's in the school zone well the other school zone is about i don't know a uh, quarter of a mile, maybe two, or half a mile up the road, 
which is Miamisburg. Well, Miamisburg City Schools, their school zone isn't flashing. And so I'm just doing my speed. This lady literally is trying to take pictures of me because I'm going over 25. And it's just amazing how people are so, they don't even pay attention to what's going on around them. They are just so self-righteous that they think that they need to be involved in every situation. By the way, if you're speeding a school zone, you're an idiot. You shouldn't. Um, I probably shouldn't say that, but you shouldn't. It's dangerous. You'll hurt some kids. There's buses coming in and out. But at the same time, understand that uh, that's crazy. That is a crazy day. But anyways, let's go to something spiritual today. The Bible says in uh, First uh, uh, in Second Timothy that uh, God has a lot to say to us about a lot of things, and unfortunately, a lot of times we we know them, we believe them, we hear them, we we talk about them, and we realize that it's something that we should do uh, in our lives. But unfortunately, sometimes, even though we know we should do them, um, we we don't um, consistently. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It is our job as Christians to be responsible for our personal spiritual growth. And if we don't do that, if we are not uh, responsible for it, then we can literally drop the ball to where there comes a place that we are not growing like we ought to, but we're also not making decisions like we ought to. We're not serving like we ought to. We're not doing the things that we ought to do. And because of that, it ends up hindering not just our life when it comes to spirituality, but it will hinder hinder your personal life because you there's things that you need to be doing spiritually that can help you live life more responsibly, at least in the in the eyes of God. See, the Bible says a workman that needs not to be ashamed. That is literally referring to us doing the things that we ought to do as Christians so that we aren't ashamed of ourselves, not before man and not before men's ideas, but before God and his. And when we stop and we think about that for a moment, if we're not careful, we can really um, drop the ball. And before you know it, we don't realize how unspiritual we've become because really it's not that we are, you know, anti, you know, the word of God or anti God's plan. It's just that we're not putting enough of it in for us to actually allow it to, to dynamically change us. So that changes everything in your life, too. So like when you go to church, you, you're not being spiritually fed at home. When you go to church, you you are climbing an extra mountain to get spiritually fed because you're not conditioned. It's no different than uh, than uh, than trying to run a marathon. You go try to run a marathon, and uh, you got to think a pastor or a preacher or is spent you know hours studying up to that point. Uh, and so when they get up and preach, they're getting up and preaching and and putting off meat onto the platter so that you can eat. And if you are not spiritually conditioned throughout the week of studying the Bible, then when you get it, when you get and sit down, and you're not ready to receive the what God is trying to give you because you're not prepared through the week, and that preparation matters. It truly, truly, truly matters. Um, and 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 God uses it to help us, um, but He also uses it to guide us and direct us and give us peace. And without those things, you're not going to have the peace that passes all understanding because you're not going to have the Word of God, which will give you the principles and the promises of God that brings forth that that special peace. So when you think about all these things today, think about it. 
how consistent am I uh, when studying the Bible? How consistent am I memorizing? Memorizing is a good thing. Uh, you know, the psalmist said, I uh, hide my thou hide thy word in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. Um, we must uh, hide the word of God in our hearts. It helps us, it will guide us and direct us. Today, I encourage you, do some extra, make sure you spend some time memorizing the word of God and using it and applying it and being prepared for what God has to give you. We love you. We're praying for you. If you need something, give us a holler.